Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, yo, 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 yo. Very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. How you doing? It is the, uh, let me cough here a second. It is, it is the, uh, don't apes do that? Is that what they're, they're pounding on their thymus is when? Is that one day? I think I'll do that for a while. Oh, okay. I feel better. It's the uh, it's the thirteenth of uh, January. Happy New Year! And this is Patrick Timpone, um, crazy person de jour. And uh, if you'd like to join the show, you can call triple eight six six three. 6386, my email, Patrick at com. Generally on Wednesday for a little show we, and then on Friday we just do kind of one-on-one, or one-on-four, we got a big audience, one-on-four, and, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we, we chat about life and uh, what we're doing here and how we got here and things that I've experienced uh, over the last 15 years to try to figure out uh, what the hay is going on. You know that? What the heck is going on? So we talk about a lot of things. Of course, your health, your wealth, and uh, your well-being. Those are our main categories. So that kind of covers it all. It covers it all. And then other times... We have guests. For example, uh, next week, Dr. Richard Massey will be here at 10 o'clock at 11.30 on the 16th Monday. Dr. Philip Ovida, he's a heart surgeon, and he, he operates on people's hearts and their arteries and stuff, and we're going to ask him what he thinks causes those hearts to get all clogged up, the arteries. He's got some ideas about that. Leslie Gilbert's going to be on Tuesday. Uh, She's an interesting lady. She's really into this whole idea of scarcity is just bogus and that we are the experts in our life, and I like that title. So that'll be fun. And then... um, Darko Velichuk. He's got some really interesting blogs on health and nutrition and diet. And he uh, lives in the Amazon jungle. Good for him. I may go down there and just stay. Uh, and <laughs> just go stay. And, uh, so, he'll be here on Tuesday. Um... And Dr. Shadri, Shadri, uh, Kuliat Shadri, she's, uh, she's a book, she has a book called The Prime. And just about mind, body, soul stuff that we talk about. And how the mind actually creates different kinds of gut bacteria. We know that, right? 
So, I mean, you know, then the week after that, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, um, a fellow that said we really should be eating meat raw, not cooked, and then Adam Bergstrom, who eats anything, uh, he'll be here the following week. So we have a lot of things on tap. Please join us anytime. We have uh, all of our um, audios on One Radio Network going back 15 years, 15 years to 2008. And, um, and then most of our, well, not most, but the last few years, ever since um, YouTube <laughs> gaslighted us, we're on BitChute. And uh, so we have the videos on BitChute. So we got a lot of things for you. We don't charge you for anything. And uh, just encourage you to buy some of our products that we promote. That's how we support ourselves. So if you need something, we got some cool things, really good stuff. Go buy our website, and, like you're on right now, and see if you want to buy something. That's how we do it um, so far. So here we are, it is the 13th of January, a little business out of the way, and uh, hmm, May, let's see, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Uh, about seven months ago or so, you may know if you're regular, I just kind of got into this whole idea that um, many people are talking about actually more and more it's getting to be a thing <laughs> a thing that vegetables have um, anti-nutrients and chemicals in them that they make so people don't eat them eat them um, actually there was a TED talk on it and we put that on face plant and so I mean it's a real thing this is not just some um, something that people are just decide to make up. It's it's real. Now, have a little sip here. There's oxalates and all these, all kinds of different things that, that most plants make. Vegetables tomato, everything. They make it. Because they don't want uh, people uh, to eat them. Uh, I know it seems weird. All right? It's just, for years, it's just vegetables were the thing. Now, I, I have no idea to the extent that these oxalates cause all these things. Some of these experts say they do, like Sally K. Norton and Zoe Harkham, um, Dr. Chafee, um, Kilts, all kinds of carnivore people are all down on vegetables. Down on vegetables. You know, not down. I say, man, I'm down on vegetables. Down on vegetables. Uh, you know, there's never been any real extensive studies on these things because, you know, uh, people who, uh, well, you know, studies studies, most of them, it's, 
we we just can't go by studies to make any real decisions because most of the studies are paid for by people who want a certain um, outcome, like man-made global warming, you know, that cholesterol, you know, all the uh, medical industrial complex, uh, they just, they do studies so they can sell drugs and tell you to eat the wrong food. But there's been some pretty pretty good stuff on uh, fat, of course, and, and uh, we know that, the importance of fat, animal fats, uh, and the, the challenges of most seed oils, canola, all these, you know, these seed oils. Uh, that's no, the poofas that Ray P. talked about for his whole life, pretty much, and Adam talks about with uh, yellow fat disease, these nasty seed oils, the bad ones, you know. Um, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things we, we do know for sure that we can go by and say, well, I don't think I'm going to do canola oil or high fructose corn syrup and stuff. Now, how much the oxalates really and all the other anti-nutrients and vegetables um, have they ever put thousand people together in a study and said you eat vegetables and you don't and then check? I don't think so. I've never seen any. So pretty much we kind of go with um, we're just taking our best shot. Right? We just we just throw mud up against the wall and say, well, that could be true. So maybe I'll just and see. So you know, I did have I did have an interesting two interesting experiences with getting off of oxalates, high oxalate foods. And you can go on on Google and find a list of high oxalate foods and it's pretty easy. And some of the you some of the high ones are spinach and we've known this forever. Uh, they talked about spinach being high oxalates even twenty years ago, but I did I never even looked into the what an oxalate was. I just said, Well, they're high oxalates, okay. Uh, and especially raw spinach, I think, spinach salads. I think the oxalates go down. But they, they really are, and they, they've proven these are little, they're, they're little crystals, but they're little razor blade things. And uh, uh, the plants, as I said, create these things to um, to encourage people, I mean, uh, animals or people, whoever, to not eat them because they want to live like everybody else. And they have kids and grandkids and baby broccoli, and that's how they do it. Uh, uh, seeds do it as well. Uh, nuts do it. They do. They create these things too. Uh, so um, animals don't eat them because they want to make baby nut trees. All species want to propagate. Italians more than others, but all species want to make babies. And that's what they do. I mean, it's just life, you know. So they, they put out these things so, so animals don't get them. Um, and animals, animals, meat, meats, cows and cows and pigs and deer and buffalo and bear and whatever, they they get to run away. That's how they don't get eaten. But plants, of course, can't do that unless you have magical, magical spinach plants. But anyway, the high oxalate foods are there's a lot of there's kale and spinach and almonds are really high. I mean, they're like one of the highest. Isn't that crazy? Almonds and um, all kinds of things, turmeric, black pepper, all kinds of things. 
So, you know, seven and a half months ago, I see this uh, uh, video by Sally K. Norton, three o'clock in the morning, and I don't know what I'm doing there. And I'm just watching this going, wow, could that be true? She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. And we've talked to her several times, and she is. She's a smart cookie, very well researched. So I thought, well, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to eat these things anymore. And the funny thing is that the highest ones, chard, oh, I didn't mention chard, chard, spinach, and almonds, turmeric were like right on my top list, almost all the, every day. I ate a lot of chard, a lot of spinach, just spinach two, three times a week, almonds every day for years. I lie Adam Bergstrom, you soak the almonds and eat them. I did it forever. I never felt anything bad thing was happening with those almonds. I don't know, I just ate them. So, so I just cut them out. I said, poof, okay, I'm done. So after you cut out all this stuff, and then really the only thing left to eat is is, um, is meat or fat, and, and I never did much carbs anyway, rice every now and then, and pasta. So I just kind of said, well, I'll just look into this whole carnivore thing and do it. And so that's what I did. And been doing it ever since, really. And so the reason I'm bringing this up, you may have heard the story, sorry if you've heard it before, but, and then about um, three weeks ago, I just got this idea that, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm doing the X3, the lifting thing, and building some muscles, and, uh, but I feel like I need something else. I don't know what it is. So maybe I'll just try some, some white rice, some white rice. And uh, uh, white rice, that's um, supposedly the lowest in the oxalates or the lectins, you know, that, that Gundry talks about. Um, I got those. So I soaked it and got some white rice and uh, I started eating white rice oh, every other day for hmm, a couple of weeks. And, and after about 10 days or so of eating white rice, Man, I, my digestion got messed up. My, I didn't feel as energetic. I uh, didn't sleep as My body didn't, didn't want it. Isn't that crazy? It just didn't want it. So I'm over that. So I, I experimented. Um, I don't know what that means for you and eating carbohydrates, but, um, you know, I, I could just tell that this was not, this was not good for me. So now I'm back to just fat and meat and eggs and goat's milk and just, and we're going to talk uh, with a fellow, I think two weeks about this. Um, yeah, on the 24th. And he put out a video not long ago and we put it on the front page and, uh, it was, it was about meat and carnivore. And he personally, and he does a lot of research, he, he doesn't have any kind, he didn't have any kind of uh, issues with carnivore. But what he did uh, have issues with, he said that we should be eating the meat raw. And he actually played a clip in this video of an interview we did with Hodgenis uh, uh, van der Planets. Uh, we did three or four years ago 
And Ajanis was a primal diet guy, and his whole thing was raw food, but raw animal food, not not just raw food, just raw, you know, raw animal food, which is, and and you know what I I have found for myself that eating uh, the eggs and the meat and the goat's milk and um, the cheese pretty much raw oh really works much much better for me I can tell the difference it's just like it digests like easy peasy just digest easy peasy so so you think it's possible that we are really uh kind of meant, if that means anything, we really are, um, would all, would you do better eating raw, raw foods? It's possible. It's kind of fun to, um, um, what do you call it, um, just sear the meat on the outside just a little bit and just leave it pretty much raw. And we put up a, another video from Ogenus. Um Let's see. In 2009, we did a show with him. 2009. And... Uh, He's got, he had all these things, and this was, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, about when you, when you cook meat to a certain temperature, um, maybe 100 degrees or so, then it starts to lose different nutrients. And you can listen to some of these videos. Pretty interesting. Uh, he was an, a very uh, well-respected, highly researched uh, um it was a primal diet, so he was totally raw, but everything was raw. Eggs, butter, cheese, meat, organ meats. He did everything, animal foods, but all raw. And he looked great, and uh, he really did. He had a tragic kind of accident. He was in, uh, I think he was in the Vietnam, and uh, he, he literally f- was on a balcony, and the whole thing collapsed. Vietnam, right? and he just died early. But he, uh, and I know people that saw him in uh, in person, and uh, said they said, boy, he really looked great, sounded great, had a lot of energy, clear, clear blue eyes, skin clear, just, just doing all raw animal foods. It's pretty trippy, isn't it? Have you ever had raw eggs? They're they're really yum. Just uh, you know, crack them in a jar and put a little salt in there. And I used to put turmeric before I got on this oxalate thing for turmeric. And uh, very easy to digest, boy. Just very easy, easy to digest. Much, much, um, 
Um, then when you cook them. So maybe something here for you to think about, to experiment with, if um, if you're not just feeling as good or as snappy as you would like, and you're thinking about changing around, uh, maybe something to all of this. Um, we had a lady on the other day and um, Stephanie Pearson Stephanie Pearson and she's a she's a keto gal and had some good comments on her show uh, she's excellent, Patrick. Uh, right to the point. In my opinion, in my opinion, or pigeon, in my opinion, uh, evolved humans are animal-centric omnivores who used fire and fasting. That's who we are. Okay. Fire and fasting. You know the whole fire thing is interesting too. There's some people that contend that um, we we started to grow our brains bigger when we start doing the fire thing, um, and others claim that when we did the fire thing, our brains got smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be fun if you just really had a lot of a lot of time to look into all this stuff and say, "Well, that person's right. That person, I I don't." I couldn't do that. I could. I don't know. Don't want to. Pretty interesting. Uh, years ago, remember uh, David Wolf? He was like the number one raw foodist, and he probably still is. But his whole thing was raw food. Who'd have thunk it that you could become a raw foodie? And just eat eat animal stuff. Never really thought about it like that. Every when you say raw foods, everybody thinks about vegetables, right? Juicing and just raw raw vegetables and uh, sprouts and nuts and seeds and stuff like that. It, it doesn't seem real logical, in general, that um, that that nuts could be negative for you, does it? I mean, haven't people eaten, eaten nuts for forever? It doesn't. It just it doesn't seem logical to me that um, that after a while, if nuts were really not all that good for you, don't you think that we humans would have figured that out? After a while, like don't eat that, don't eat that. You know, when I eat that, I get sick. <laughs> That's right. When I eat that, I get sick. So, yeah. so man, that's all we can do is 
I was looking for something and can't find it. Oh, here it is. I think we still got this puppy on sale. You want to get some? Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from US free range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids. So they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. Well, if it's banned, then you know we want some of that, right? Isn't that interesting that that substance is banned in, in competitions? Uh, we have this puppy on sale for the next um, mm, a week or so while supplies last. And you can use promo code STRONG, S-T-R-O-N-G. I learned that in public school. Strong, STRONG. Oh, it ends on the 19th. Ooh. Okay, six more days strong on any survival link and get to 15% off on elk velvet antler. It's a great thing, guys. Uh, you do an exercise or ladies. Um, it helps It helps muscles and just energy. Just help you feel better. I think, I think you'll like it. Um, we, we have what I think is one of the, the all-time saunas, if you'd like to get one. You can email me and I'll sell you one. We'll sell you one for $1,295. It's the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. Um, great, great unit. No radio RFs. Um, few little, uh, some electrical, magnetic, magnetic energy. If you're using a tri-field meter, we got some magnetic energy at the bottom, but uh, nothing else is happening in there. Uh, people are always asking about that. So we've measured it. We got all the fancy meters, so there's nothing to concern yourself with there. And you'll sweat really nicely. Uh, they're very quiet, and you sit in it, and it comes with a very cool chair. Just a beautiful thing. It's the um, relaxed far infrared sauna. The only way to get the price is to email me 
Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Pearl Seam is a great product that we promote. You can brush your teeth with it. You can take it internally. It is a living source pearl. So mm, uh, it's probably the only calcium, heavy calcium thing you want to take. Adam says you can take these calcium things uh, from rocks and they do okay. Um, I've never heard that, but you know, Adam, he's a pretty smart guy. But anyway, uh, we like to do this if you're going to do calcium. If I feel more comfortable doing a once living source as the Max Planck Institute uh, did, did lots of work uh, years ago and said that if something is from a living source, I guess you could say rock is a living calcium rock, but I think pearl is a better choice. And you can take it internally and put the calcium into your bones and uh, then brush your teeth with it. Uh, quite often we get people that um, talk about reseeding gums. And it's our experience in talking with the dental types over many years that reseeding gums is really not a gum issue, it's a loss of calcium issue where the bones actually are shrinking a bit because there's a um, there's a misalignment imbalance in the role of calcium in the body. Interesting, huh? And that happens for a number of reasons that we won't get into here. But um, if you are losing calcium, and uh, people do, they lose it in different parts of their body, especially in the hips for some reason. Um, the body takes it from there and is why many elderly people who fall down go boom in the shower or something, they break a hip because it seems to be a very weak part. Why we would uh, do that from an evolutionary stand, take it out of there, I don't know. But we do for some reason. But the, um, you know, the body will take calcium out of the bones just to uh, get the pH of the blood uh, for all different kinds of reasons. So it's pretty tricky business to figure out why you could be losing calcium. But in the meantime, until you figure out the cause, uh, you can take some of this pearlseum internally in capsules and then brush your teeth with it and uh, maybe uh, get those little bones growing back again. Uh, we have, we have we, we think, is the one of the best all-time sulfurs on the earth plane. It is a, a pure sulfur. There's no adjuvants. There's no tagalongs. There's nothing in there that you don't want. Most sulfurs have um, um, different things in there that um, make it not work as well. The sulfur cycle is damaged through uh, GMOs. We know that through Stephanie Steneff. So... I think it's a reasonable thing to take. We take it for what it's worth every day and have for years. And our hair, skin, and nails uh, look great. And uh, we've had our body for a pretty long time. So uh, I think it helps. Um, I'm not going to stop taking it if I... Why would I? Um, I'm doing good. So check it out. It's on our website. It's uh, Pure Sulfur on OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, we're pretty uh, we're pretty up on some some ways that you can 
uh, work with your your body to try try to help it get back into balance. After talking to these experts on this show for I don't know, and then doing a lot of experiments myself, I'm no expert or I don't do medical advice. But if you have any questions that you'd like to kick around, then we can do it right here this morning. Call me, triple eight six six three. 6386, and we'll give you some ideas on maybe who to talk to or some things you might try, and here's somebody right now. Good morning. Well, top of the morning, Patrick. Well, Sean. Sorry, boy, up here. What's that? I just figured it's open phone Friday, and I wanted to <laughs> lighten the world on something that you know, I kind of think maybe you were scared back into the gopher hole about not talking about IRS and all that fun stuff, but I won't talk about the IRS. Okay. You can talk but about whatever you want. That's what we're here for. Filing, have you filed your assumed name to do operation in America? Uh, have I do it? done what, sir? Say that again. Your assumed name... Most people, in, and I can tell you it's around the world, is the same thing, yeah. is that everything in commerce for human beings yeah. is in a corporate structure, yeah. and you can look up Texas, you can look up Florida, you can look up California, Washington. Everybody listening needs to not be a belligerent to society <laughs> because it is a misdemeanor. No, 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 no. This is 100% true in law. I believe it. It's a misdemeanor up to 30 days in jail if you do not operate properly in commerce. Wow. And you, every, every, every county in America, every state in America has this law that you are belligerent to society if you have not filed your assumed name because no court in America can see a living man or a living woman. So so I, I know one, a little bit about one. this. Let me ask you a few questions so people can understand because yeah. you're using terms that our listeners don't know. So my, my assumed name, if I understand, I, I used to study this stuff, Sean, is Patrick yeah. Timpone in all caps. Is that right? Every, any name you, you choose that you're going to use to live on planet Earth, you can choose Santa Claus if you want to be that your assumed name. Okay. But to operate in commerce, to operate in the public, you every person in America needs to file their assumed name, and then they have to renew it because most places it's either five or ten years. It's just like a corporate structure. You need to renew it every year. Well... Okay, well, you're getting a little little tricky on it. Let me just see if we can understand what you're saying here. I'm pretty good at asking questions. So this assumed name, you you didn't answer my question. Is my assumed name Patrick Timponi all caps? Uh, You could be all caps. It could be lowercase. It could be uppercase. Oh, okay. I know where you're going. Yes, you, you can do it in whatever... And I advise everybody to do okay. So do yeah, again, thing. let me try to keep it simple. What are you saying that people should file some name other than their name they think they are to be in in under the law? And why would they do this? Well, because you're a belligerent. Because it is actually it's an offense. It's okay. a criminal offense. That's why they can put you in jail for up to thirty days 
for no reason whatsoever. Every anybody and everybody listening can look in their state laws and they can find the assumed name and they will read the laws, whether it's in Texas anywhere, that it's a thirty day imprisonment if you don't file your assumed name. Oh. That's how they can put you in prison without they can just say, We just want to put you in prison and they have no 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 right, no reason, no nothing and you're just like, Well why did I didn't do anything? It's like, Well, yeah, you're you're a belligerent to society when you're not operating in commerce properly and it, this is something that I, you know, try to get everybody okay. to do. So so let me ask you a question. So after we would do our assumed name, what happens then? We file our assumed name. Then you notify the whole public. I mean, there, there's a whole process. Every county is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're, you're operating. When you receive mail, you receive mail only because it is a federal offense for just like uh, somebody sending you a resident, uh, resident just, just mail. Well, I, I tell people don't ever have mail. Always have a private mailbox, you know, so that, you know, you don't have an address. You don't have a uh, a place of uh, domicile. You just have mail couriers go to a private mailbox. You know. Hmm. Um, so what's the so, uh, what's the advantage of doing this whole process, Sean, in Seattle? Well, the advantage is now you're not a criminal because everybody's oh. a criminal in America. I mean, it's right there in the book. Okay, I know. No, I, I I understand. Yeah. So so. Yeah. So we wanted. Then we're not operating. We're not a criminal. Then we we have less chance of somebody saying that we're a criminal. You, you have less chance. Well, <laughs> obviously they're not because yeah. They, okay. Now you're dealing in the public with this name, whatever name you choose. Whatever name. Most likely, ninety nine percent of the time, you know, people just choose their <laughs> birth certificate name, what they've been uh, given, and then you're only receiving mail in that name and nobody else can use that the courts can't use it nobody else because you've trademarked that that's part of part of oh you trademark your name so so what about all the business we've done with like loans and mortgages and irs under our make-believe name so what happens with all that that stuff that goes even deeper because all the mortgages that you've done and all the contracts you've done, guess what? What? They don't exist because every mortgage in America is a one-sided contract. Yeah, I correct? understand. Yeah, I know that. Hmm. Yeah, not not one bank has ever signed a mortgage in, in, in world history. It's a one-sided contract. And once you correct your contract with the public, now... Your mortgage is null and void because all all courts in America, you could go to, you could, you, I mean, I'm not telling anybody to do this, <laughs> but you could stop paying your, you could stop paying your mortgage. Yeah. And then when you go to foreclosure, well, guess what? Well, please show me the contract that you have with this name here. Well, they don't have a contract because courts can only deal with corporations. And now you're, you're coming as your corporation uh, that's what your assumed name is. You're identifying to the world wow. that this name is a corporation because courts, courts can only see corporations. They can't see living people. But until you claim 
a name that let's just say the name that's on the mortgage, the name is is, is 99% of everybody's, none of mine, but uh, everybody else's is the name of that corporation. Well, they don't have a contract. It has to be a two-party contract. The only legal binding contract in the world is a binary contract. Where both people agree and they know exactly what's going on and they say, I... Where where two people, a person and a corporation... The only legal binding contract in this entire planet, Earth, flat, round, whatever you choose, <laughs> has to be a two-party contract. So and why not, why not is it why why explain to us now? So when I did my mortgage, I went to Wells Fargo and I applied and I got a mortgage and I signed it and they signed it. Uh, explain. No, they didn't sign it. Oh, they didn't sign. They okay. Didn't sign. Whoa! They did, they it was just sign. me. It was There's just not, me. Yeah, there's not one. There's not one bank in America that's ever signed a mortgage contract. Wow. Every every mortgage contract is a one-sided contract, which makes it null and void. Wow. One hundred percent of every mortgage in America is a null and void contract because <laughs> it will not hold up in court because it's a single-sided contract. Now, it's very interesting you're saying that. Um, so that's what Andrew used to talk about—that we were actually the creditor. In a loan, I mean that. Correct. Yeah, yeah, the creditor. I sign a note. Wells Fargo. I owe you four hundred thousand dollars, whatever, and they create the money and give it to me, and I pay them back at interest. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, look. Anybody can research all the banking rules. No, I know. Regulations. It's, it's there. It says they cannot lend credit. They can only lend money on hand. It, that's that's a federal offense for them to lend credit. In other but words, they, they can't lend the other law. people's money that that you put in there if your money was in there. They could they can they can lend every dollar that they have on hand. You know, if you deposit a hundred thousand dollars, they can legally lend out a hundred thousand dollars to me. If you deposit a hundred thousand dollars, they got a hundred thousand dollars, they can they can lend it out if they have cash on hand. Well, plus they, they can multiply that a hundred thousand infinitely. Well, what all you guys talk about that, that they that they can do, yes, they do do, but that is a federal offense. Can you say doo-doo According on the air? Can you say doo-doo on the air? Everybody that you've interviewed that says that they, that, that says that they multiply it 10 times, you know, nine times, and now uh, it's infinite. infinite amount of yeah. times. That is a federal offense. That they, oh, but they do that? Offense. It's a federal offense? Oh, yeah, it is, because <laughs> you read the Chicago Banking Rules and Regulations. It's a federal offense for them to lend credit. And, and that's what they do. Okay, so I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I know you're right, because um, I've known you for a long time. I know you study this stuff. So is it a risk? I mean, obviously, you'd be pretty, you better know what you're doing if you're going to do this. But I've heard stories over the years, Sean, of people I know who've been into this kind of stuff for 25 years. They, got, they go on the court, and the judge just kind of kicks their ass because he can. I mean, isn't that a challenge? Uh, it depends on if you have your ducks in a row. Hmm. You know, you you have to you know file file in your assumed name. I, I this is just baby talk for me to talk to the world here. Is that that's that's one of your first steps. Your live life claim is your main step, and anybody can re- research uh, your life claim. It's your claim of life because if you don't claim it, somebody else is going to do that, <laughs> and that's everybody else out there. 
And so you, you claim your fingerprints, you claim your, your handprint, you claim your footprint, you claim your voice, you claim your DNA, because if you don't claim it, somebody else who claims it, well, somebody else will claim it. And now, uh, you know, you copyright, you copy claim, you trademark, because if you don't, somebody else will. And I encourage everybody that's listening around the world, around the world, Around the world, across to do the their earth, life claim. and, and to, you to call that their, a life claim? Yeah, a live life claim, and uh, to file their assumed name uh, because those are two steps that you are operating in the public. One thing, and you could operate in the public. You know, that's I. You know, try to educate people on the public versus the private. You know, I I can I can set up a cannabis shop. Anywhere in America with zero licensing. Zero. I just said zero because in the private, you can do whatever you want as long as you harm nobody. But once you go into the public, now you're out into the public and you have to abide by, you know, this, that, and the other. Correct? But in your own domicile, in the private, you know, that's, you know, uh, gosh, who, you, you had, uh, okay, so I, I got you. Yeah. Let's not get too deep into that because people don't understand yeah. what you're talking about because I don't understand right. it and I understand this stuff. Oh, but, um, so George wants to know, yeah, I love hearing from Sean when he calls in. Can you ask him where I could learn how to do all this stuff? That's a good question, George. Sean? You, you can Sean? go right to your county. Go right to your county, uh, go right to your state, and just type in assumed name. Assumed name. Assumed name. Just and every So like I do assumed name, Hayes County, Texas? There you go. Okay, I'm going to do that right now, okay? You, hold you, on, you, you, hold on, hold on. A-S-S-U-M. How do you spell assume? A-S-S-U-M-E-D? Oh. Yeah, Assume Name Certificate Texas. Oh, it came up. Read all the laws. Apply for Texas DBA, register your business name. That's not it, right? You you are going into business properly now as an American, as a human being, because when you're dealing in the public, you everybody, 100 and 350 million people are belligerent to societies and they're breaking the law Oh, I don't want to be a belligerent. Here's phone five oh. I don't want to be a believer. Here's five oh three general information assumed name certificate. Yep. Is that it? Looks yeah, pretty uh, well, easy. Well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm not in Texas. I'm in. Uh, well, here's an assumed name yeah. certificate. Assumed name, registered information. Blah blah blah. So you fill this out. You get it notarized, and you send this into the county clerk. You get it notarized by the county clerk. Yes. No, you yeah. get it notarized by a notary. And then you file it into the county register, right? County clerks, your county clerks are notaries. You don't need to go and go and pay a notary. I see. So, I and, see. And, and the other thing is, most people, you know, don't understand that they don't have signatures out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so only, I could only, I could bond, do this. What would judgment. be the advantage if I did this tomorrow and just use Patrick J. Timpone as my assumed name? I claim it. What would be my advantage uh, Monday morning when I wake up? Well, now you're not uh, illegally operating in commerce in the public anymore. Oh, and, I like that. You know, and, and that's, you know, 
now you everything you do if anybody uses that name exactly the way you have your assumed name well they are trespassing on your property because oh. now you've claimed it until then 350 million people haven't claimed their property but right now the courts have claimed your property yeah. the irs has claimed your property the state has claimed your property because you you know I never knew until I knew. You never know until Who knows, you know. Right? Yeah. So is there a difference between, Sean, like the IRS uses Patrick Timponi, all caps, and maybe the mortgage company will use Patrick Timponi, you know, uh, uppercase and lowercase. So is there a difference? Do you have to do two assumed names to cover both of those people? That, that gets into your life claim, and that can be another conversation. Okay. With your life claim, uh we do all names, you know, high, uppercase, lowercase, hmm. uh, first name, last name, first name, middle name, hmm. you know, all different variations. So you cover all different bases because, I mean, most people don't understand that America is shut down right now. The corporation is shut down. Every state is shut down. Every state corporation is shut down. That means every county corporation corporation shut down that means every city corporation is shut down and i can 100 percent prove it you just well i can 100 percent prove that washington state is shut down uh you know at 100 percent of every washington state trooper uh vehicle has been rebranded to what now it's not there's no washington state troopers on the highways hmm. in washington state. when you there's say washington when state. you say shut down what does that tell people what that means well the corporation you know most people i mean i've been just keep it simple just keep it simple answer the question that, what does that mean that, when that the state is shut down america <laughs> the government everybody that's listening everybody thinks we have a government everybody thinks that they vote for a government official that is one million percent wrong, and we lost that in 1778. Yeah. We, we do not have a government that we were propagandized that thinks we have this nice little American government or Texas government or California government or right. King County, Washington, we, or the city of Seattle. We don't have a government that we think that we vote for all these politicians. We have corporations, and the corporations have, what do they have? They have Dun & Bradstreet number. Every corporation in the world has a Dun & Bradstreet number. Anybody can pull up, you know, their corporation, their Texas corporation, the American corporation. Well, I can tell you, they're all shut down right now. And okay, what so, does that mean? You haven't said yet. What does that mean when they say shut down? Well, when a corporation shut down, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh. <laughs> you mean they go bankrupt? Uh, well, America's been in bankruptcy. Oh, we know that. Forever, yeah. We're out of bank. We're out of bankruptcy now, and the corporation is shut down. And so now we're just living in la la land. And <laughs> everybody, everybody thinks that you know the uh, government still exists. And well, it never did exist. But yeah, um, now. Now their dog and pony show is actually up, and now we're just running on, uh, I guess, faith of people not knowing, you know, what was, was never, and now it definitely isn't. Now we're in common law again, but we're in civil common law, 
which instead of being in statutory common law or statutory law, uh, we're in civil common law, which is basically identical, but we don't have the corporation. You know what, Sean, what we should do sometime? We should just do schedule a show with you and go for a couple of hours and let me ask a bunch of questions and we could really help educate people on all this stuff. Would you want to do that sometime? Well, I, w- I would say you could do that with uh, one of my buddy Robert. Okay. He, he would, you got somebody else? He, he, yeah, let's what, do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do Myself, it. Myself, uh, he, could, he could blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm with, sure. I'm sure. With, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Uh, yeah, cool. I can check, I, I check and see if Robert yeah, let, 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 to, uh, See if he would like to do that. I think it would be fun. I ask good questions, and I think oh, we yeah, could help yeah. people understand and somebody now, Emily, wants to know uh, the whole life claim thing. Where do we find out about that? Uh, you went out of my reception. What did you oh, find out about what? You mentioned this thing called a life claim. Emily, she's in Austin. Oh, hi, Emily. She wants to know where do you find out about life claim Sean's talking about. <clears throat> yes, she can search all over. You know, it's basically you claiming to the public to the world Mm -hmm. that you know just like microsoft just like any corporation just like anybody with that has a patent claiming that this is yours well until we've claimed our handprint our footprint our dna dna once you claim that well guess what you've notified the public in the world and there's 15 to 17 different agencies you're going to send off your life claim to now it's out there, and nobody else can use that. So if anybody, if anybody infringes on your name, yeah. your voice, your DNA, anything, well, uh, they have no jurisdiction. You know, you're taking jurisdiction over oh, by, your by life. claiming it. So I wonder why it is, Sean Stewart in Seattle, that uh, we we have to claim it legally lawfully on paper and somebody else can just do it because they want to why that doesn't seem right well it's just like it doesn't seem right that the banks can do a federal okay. offense every day of the week <laughs> they just do it they just do it because they but, get away with it right they just do it. but but they do because you know most people don't understand it's a presumed law it's a presume everything is presumption in law mm-hmm. that they presume that you know the five billion rules and regulations on these books for these corporations. Gotcha. Gotcha. And everything is presumption. And that's why, you know, when I go, when I go into court, you know, Sean Stewart in the court, uh, well, I'm authorized representative for, you know, this name here. Uh, do you have any matters? Uh, well, no, it's Sean Stewart in the court. They want you to admit that you are this person on this driver's license, this person on this right. uh, social security card, this person on this birth certificate. They want you to admit that because they know that they cannot see John Stewart, the man, the crazy bald guy standing in the room. <laughs> so the whole thing is just Alice in Wonderland. The whole, you, you, you said it perfectly right there. <laughs> you know, what I say that not one court in America wow can see a living man or living woman they they want you to admit that you're that person on that driver's license 
And then I just asked him, I'm like, wow, this, I mean, you, you can fold your driver's license in half. You can flick it, you can pinch it. And like, it kind of looks like me and everything, but man, I, I'm, I'm not that thin. And I, yeah, that, yeah, well, it's a piece of plastic here, but no, that's not me. And then you can grab the piece of your hair and you say, well, no, no, this is me right here. Well, no, we need to have Sean Stewart. Right. Sean, over forward. the years, you know, I, I started looking at this stuff 25 years ago and my head started to explode. And as you know, I had my own little IRS karma, what, 10 years ago? Because, you know, I got in trouble. But um, I've had pe- I've known people over the years, Sean, in the Austin area that went through a lot of this different stuff and maybe they just didn't know how to deal with it, but they went into court and the judges kind of just did whatever they wanted and didn't even hear anything. Have you been in the court you tried to I've been in the court many a time. I know, but you have you ever what? been in there and really just come out uh, with your uh, after the judge kicked your ass? I have never had my ass kicked. Good. And, you know, okay. I know a lot of people that have had day jobs and have gotten fired. I know a lot of people that have opened businesses and they you know, they went bankrupt. Does that mean that businesses are bad? Does that mean that right. you know people shouldn't go to work? But you know, and that's where it comes to there's a lot of BS out there on the internet, and there's a lot of gurus out there that have never been to court. Uh, there's a lot of people that have, you know, speak a lot of things, but, you know, it's like, all right, well, show me your success record. Well, right. I've never been to court. I've it's never like, okay, I've never met anybody with up. a lot of success except you. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, never. I've had hundreds of... Never. I mean, speeding tickets. I, I don't care about a speeding ticket. I don't have a driver's license, so... <laughs> You know, I don't, I, I don't drive anywhere. I travel because most people don't understand law. And anybody that's listening, if you're if you're traveling from here to there, well, then you're just a common person. But if you're a truck driver, if you're a taxi driver, driving is a commercial term. Driving is for commerce. Tractor Chaponi is not a driver. He's breaking the law by having a driver's license. Oh, man, I don't want to break the law. And everybody that has a driver's license is breaking the law unless they are doing it for commerce. Such a trip, all this and stuff, Sean. really is. It, you know, it's, it's just the words of art. That's yeah. why they call it words Remember, of Andrew, art. Remember, Andrew used to use that term, right? Words of art. Words of art. It's, it's, <laughs> and when, when people you know realize why Sean has a passport in his pocket, because... Where do, what do you do when you travel to Mexico? What do you do when you travel to Paris or London or wherever you're going in the world? Well, everybody brings their passport because you're traveling. Well, when you go from Texas, uh, Houston to Austin, well, you're traveling from Houston to Austin. You're not driving unless you're an Uber driver. Well, now you need to have a driver's license because you are doing it for commerce. But this is the whole thing. Everybody needs to get a black law dictionary and start studying definitions because, you know, just like President Clinton, how did he get off of his case by doing his BJ with what's-her-face? He went into court, and with his definitions, sex was not a BJ. Uh, yeah, it wasn't you know, uh, court, relations. He said... What did he say, Sean? I did not have sexual well, relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations yeah. because he defined, when you go into court, <laughs> you have your dictionary, and if you want to supply your dictionary, you supply your dictionary. And and you say, here, here's my dictionary, and you know, President Clinton went into court, and he says, here, here's my definition of sex. Well, his definition of sex was not that. Yeah. 
And, and it's that simple. Everybody, when you, you need to define your language, and that's like you can, anybody that talks about sovereign citizen, that's a bunch of BS. There's no such thing as a sovereign citizen out there. You know, the Amish are the closest uh, to being sovereign citizens out there, but to be a sovereign, you need to have your own language, you need to have your own currency, you need to have your own community. You know, there, there's a lot of things to be a sovereign citizen out there, and anybody that talks about being sovereign is just slap them in the face and tell them, <laughs> all right, can I come to your community? Well, I don't have a community. It's just me, myself, and I, and I'm a sovereign free band. Oh, sovereign it's free like, man. No, you're not. You're an idiot. <laughs> okay, Sean. Well, this has been great. Uh, uh, thanks for thanks for calling up. It was fun. Um, I appreciate all of your research and what you do. And uh, Hook me up with this fellow. Maybe you think we should do a show with this fellow if he wants to? I mean, your opinion? Oh, I will talk to him. I, it would be the best show. It would be okay. the most listen show in, in Patrick Tomoni's history. Okay. If you All right, I'll do it. Talk. It would have to be a two-hour... Uh, oh, yeah, we could there, do three hours. I don't care. Just as long as it takes. Yeah. Yeah, just as long as it takes. But you know, uh, So one, before one, you go, though, just there. for listeners, because this is all crazy land stuff for all of us, so I, you know, not yeah. calling you crazy, but you understand people listening on this oh, yeah. Friday morning thinking, what the hell is he talking about? But uh, just before you go... Do you think, after all these years of looking at this, that this technology or information or whatever you want to call it is worth people exploring big time? You think it's worth it? I, I, I think it's absolutely necessary, okay. 1 million percent, especially now where we're sitting in American times of the corporation being shut down. This is a time of all time for everybody to get their ducks in a row and their affairs in order is to get their life claim and get their assumed name. Uh, well, their assumed okay. name is just... No, I that's understand. Just like so you think it now would be it'd be necessary to do it? Do you think it'd be necessary because of all the things that they want to try to do or because this corporation is going to explode or all of the above? Exactly, all of the above because everything that's happening right now <laughs> and if you don't, uh, it's just like everybody has done the 23 and me. I mean, that's like the dumbest thing. That I know. That's just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that one there, it's just like crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. But once you, once you get this stuff done, it's just like, you know, I don't advocate anybody, uh, um, breaking the law, getting unquote. out of their child, getting out of their child support and everything. Right. But most people don't understand is that in law, you cannot force anybody to pay for something that they already own. And any minor, any parent owns their children. And 100% success rate. Anybody that has child support out there, I mean, you should take care of your children and everything. But, you know, you you choose what it costs. You know, if the court says, hey, you need to pay. I mean, I had one of my buddies paying $10,000 a month for, for a one-year-old. Wow. You know, for child, for child support. And I said, okay, that's criminal activity by the court system, but people don't know what they don't know, and, you know, you cannot be forced to pay for something that you own. And what I, I can be, I can tell you, 100% success rate in every court case ever by by standing your ground, and, yeah, I, I own this kid, and no court can make you pay for child support. 100%. What about, what about the tales I've heard over the years that if you get a birth certificate, that then the state claims that they own the kid? Is that true? 
uh, your getting a marriage license. I mean, that's no, no, marriage Dave, license. stick with the birth certificate a second. Is that true that if you have a birth certificate and they put uh, the the person's the father's name and the mother's maiden name that they claim that then you are a bastard because of, and they stamp it and the kid the, the state owns the kid and why CPS can take your kid is that true no that's only on well your your mother was the informant and it says right there cause, because it says on most birth certificates it says informant right <laughs> so your mother is the informant giving the child away which is crazy. I mean, people can look, take a look at no, it. No, I understand, but just answer the question. Is it true that CPS has jurisdiction if you do it and don't fix it? I believe only with a marriage, not just as okay. you could be a single, you can be a single mom. I know when you get a marriage license, everybody that has a marriage license in America, their, their kids are wards of the state. I can, Oh, oh, that. oh! That's how they—that's how they get wards of the state when you get married, marriage license. Correct. Yes. Oh. I mean, I mean, back in the day, where were our births recorded? Our births in the Bible, right? In the Bible. The Bible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then when you got married, where did you 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 recorded your marriage in our Bible? Mm-hmm. And but then then these corporations came up with these things. Oh, well, we can we can have control over all the children of America if we have this thing called a marriage license and people think that they need to get a marriage license. And well, anytime you ask permission and get a license for something, whether it be to become a doctor, mm-hmm. I mean, is Patrick does Patrick know more than tons of doctors out there in the world? I would say, yeah. Does Sean know more than tons of doctors out there in the world? I would say, yeah. You know, people say I should be a doctor. I should be a lawyer. I should be an attorney. I'm like, well, uh, I can be all the above, and I don't need no license to do any of those. Right. You know, so because if, I deal in the private. If, if there's moms listening now that has a marriage license and they're concerned maybe that somebody would want to mess with their kids if they don't want to get them injected or something, can they repair that? Yes, you you can you can change any contract you have in this oh, planet cool. Earth. That's good. Good to know. Everybody can change a contract and everything. So yes, I I I even my kids you know have marriage license because they haven't listened to as Sharon says. I'm eccentric. I'm not crazy. I'm just eccentric. <laughs> you're just you're just <laughs> strange, Sean. I mean, you're just strange. You know. <laughs> but but it, it it's something that. But you they know, can fix it. They can fix it. Yeah. Yeah, everybody can fix. You can correct any contract when you go to do any contract. You, you read it and, and you modify it and change it and understand. You know, I advise everybody to study contract law because contract law is the law of the land. That's the law of the world. No other law exists besides contract law. Okay, and Sean, so, uh, we're, we're gonna let's wrap it here because yeah. my head will explode. But thanks for calling <laughs> and uh, to Sharon. And uh, let us know if we can help, and I appreciate it. And then I'll uh, keep in touch. I'm going to actually call you later. I have another question anyway, so I was going to call you. Are you going to be around today? Uh, yeah, I'll be up on a ladder here uh, doing some siding on uh, my buddy's house here, doing a tiny house project up in Bellevue here. So Would you, would you, yep, we'll would you mind? I know I think I have your, your, I have your number. I, yep. I've got it in my phone. Okay, yep. kiddo, thanks a lot. Yep. Love you. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know, I... As I said, I've looked at this this not as deeply as he has. I'm nowhere close. For many years, I, I got involved with a group that was uh, were looking at the Constitution. Oh, 25 years ago, and um, 
I know he's right about all this stuff. I know. I don't know if I would ever. But the assumed name thing sounds fun, right? So keep in touch, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can get Sean's friend on, and you could call up and ask questions and have him on for a few hours, and I just ask a lot of questions and help you understand it. And it might be something you want to do. I mean, what's going on in this country, whatever it is, as you know, it's just bonkers. Um, there's no rule of law. Uh, the FBI and you know the CIA and and the whole thing is just screwed up. Um, it's just a mess. Um, they're just printing dollars at the Fed, and we're borrowing more money and sending it to Ukraine, and it's a money laundering operation. And Biden's all in on it, and Trump's all in. They're all in on it. They're all just stealing money, and NASA's gets $26 billion a year for doing nothing, and, and they just keep taxing us, and I don't know where it's going to end, uh, but uh, it's we're in for a ride. So uh, we'll be here to try to help you navigate the rough waters uh, moving forward. My name is Patrick Timpone. Please pass on these links to everyone that you care about. If you would like to have a little support in your life, to, um, if you're feeling stuck, if you like to get healthier, if you like to live longer, if you like to quit worrying, that's my big uh, um, um, specialty, worrying, uh, aging. Um, I don't do, I wouldn't tell you what to eat, or I wouldn't even, you know, that whole thing. Uh, but we, I have a little service here that I have called Patrick in Your Pocket, it is a one-hour coaching session with unlimited email support. Um, I think we were charging a fixed amount. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think we're going to change it to making it free. And after you experience it, we might have a suggested donation. But if you don't want to pay it, you don't have to. I don't want to charge. If it's not worth it to you, just go on your way. I think we're going to change that. So let me know if you'd like some help. Uh, we've done maybe 10 or 15, and people really enjoy it. I enjoy it. I have the time. Uh, I can do it. And believe me, there's just not a lot of support out there from anybody uh, that will listen to you and ask the right kind of questions so you can help you figure your way out of the, the mind game that we've all put ourselves in. And this is all, you know, th trust me when I tell you this, the only thing that's going on that is a problem for you and me, if there's any problems, is we have just thought our way into a conundrum. It's just a mind trip. That's the matrix. It's just the mind. And we've, we've all done it. And we've just talked our way into a problem that doesn't easily, isn't even a problem once we figure out it's just what we thought was a problem, I think it's a problem. It's that simple. And if you can unwind that mental construct that you put yourself into, that we've all done, uh, anything that you have going on, you can work your way out of. You can do it. And I don't care what it is. Aging, health, anything. 
This is my specialty. If you'd like to do that, email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com, and um, I can't charge anything. I will just do it by donation. Just, and I just came up with that this morning when I woke up. I said, I can just do a donation thing and help people, and, you know, whatever. Uh, this is a cool thing that I enjoy and I do every day, and it's called X3. If you would like to do this, you can go on our website, check it out, X3. It's using latex bands and a steel bar, and um, it's really cool. You will grow muscles like you've never grown it before, and you won't get sore because you're not doing it um, a, a particular way like weights, you know what I mean? And uh, when you just, just do weights, you're, 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 you're ripping the muscles, you're tearing the muscles, and that's why they get bigger. And then also it's very hard on the joints. The X3 doesn't do that. Um, there's a video on our front page. You can, he'll show you why it works. You can order it from our website, X3. It's really cool. Um, you don't get sore 15 minutes a day and boom, you're done. That's cool, right? That's interesting. 15 minutes a day and you, you are, are done. X3 on our front page of oneradionetwork.com.